hands together for Donnie and the machine. Welcome to Donnie and the Machine, episode two. Feeling good? How about yourself? Good, good, good. I haven't even checked. <laughs> I think the last time I checked was like 70 listens. 70? 70 on SoundCloud. So Not bad. That doesn't count Not iTunes. Bad. And um, we're in the work in the mix of getting this filmed and being put on YouTube. And we made the Donnie the Machine Instagram. So follow us on Instagram. Yes, Instagram uh, Donnie and the Machine. Instagram SoundCloud Donnie and the Machine. Look us up on iTunes. iTunes, subscribe, subscribe on iTunes, Donnie and the Machine on iTunes. That's cool. Like we got that. It was cool. Quickly. It was pretty quick. Reviewed and then on to iTunes pretty fast. Huh? This is all very new to us. So we're learning as we go. Yeah. Yeah. Everything just kind of is a learning experience, anyways, in itself, isn't it? Yes. All right. So. All right, give me it. What's up? We were talking about music. 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 We've been musicians since we were, what, like 13 years old? 13 years old, we started playing guitar. Oh, you know why I wanted to start talking about music? So today, I was outside having some coffee this morning, and I was watching this video on Facebook called Kids React. Have you ever seen it? No, I haven't. Oh, yes, I have, actually. So it's like they, yes, they yes, yes. play <laughs> the band's They play a certain band's music all right. the way from when they started to till now. Till now right. and uh, they get these little kids' reactions, seven years old, five years old, 10 years old, 12, right. you know, like little kids to teenagers. I've actually seen there's a old people react to. Is there? Yeah. But the kids' one is, is, it's is so cute, yeah. man. Like, they, they're these very vibrant kids, intelligent kids, and you can tell they have this personality and they're not afraid to throw their opinions out there. Yeah. Like, they're not shy at all. It's hilarious. Which... And then they're listening to, so the ones that I saw was, uh, first, was ACDC. Okay. So getting kids listening to bands that came out in the seventies. Listen, I haven't even listened to ACDC. I know, right? I know. Like we we didn't grow up listening to ACDC. No, we didn't. But I mean, there were times where the guys that we were listening to were influenced by ACDC. This is true. Yeah. Right? right. So it kind of trickles down, and the new right. genre of music music form like pop punk. I watched and, the Lincoln Park, which is it's hilarious to me because we grew up. Dude, I listening, love listening. Park. I know. We Dude, grew the up, Chester thing killed me. Yeah, well, it's, it's a sad not story. kill me, but it was it's very sad. sad. It, it was very sad, sad man. It's, it it's crazy how you don't know what's going on in someone's mind. I know, my God. But back, um, it's funny what I was saying because we grew up listening to that, and then you see these kids, they're like, they have no idea who these people are. And even the newest song, they're like, oh, I think I've heard this. And I'll be honest, the newest stuff, like the latest stuff that came out, I'm not a fan of because I'm used to Linkin Park being what Linkin Park right, is. Right, like, right. You know, like, like, when they first came out. Right. When they first came out. Like, like heavy punk, like melodic yeah techno hardcore rock it's crazy like, stuff hybrid theory when that came out the best thing ever i loved it when i was 12 and i, I love it now as a yeah you can listen to that for years to come it's always oh gonna be my good. god it was and it was always. so unique and catchy every song was just so so good it was so catchy and inspirational yeah so for anybody who doesn't know we were in a band for like what 10 years 
Yeah. Or a good amount of time. It was a good amount of time. Good amount of time. From 13 years old to 19, 18, 19 years old? Well, when it was really kind of yeah. like serious? Yeah, it was, about, it was about 19, 19, 20. Yeah. yeah. Right before we hit 21. Right. And we all kind of dissipated. Right. Right when we, su- <laughs> yeah. we were supposed to keep playing and continue yeah. to we play. Made, uh, like we made like five demo CDs. We took it pretty seriously. Yeah. We we, we practiced a lot. Yeah. I wonder maybe one of these days we'll play a song for them. We wrote a lot of songs. <laughs> we did. We wrote a lot. Actually, honestly, on the way here, on the way coming to the podcast today, uh, I was listening to our CD, the, yeah. the Keep a Scene Live CD, because it's one of the CDs in my car. I just... I didn't bring my headphones, and I usually listen to podcasts on the way. I know you're not supposed to listen to headphones, <laughs> headphones when you're, when you're drive, driving. <laughs> but I, my car is an older car. Well, older. What? It's, a 2000, it's 2008. It's yeah. not that old. But it's, it's not old. that old, but yeah. It's like coming on a decade. But the technology in there is just... It's, it's not, not up to par. It's not... There's no Bluetooth. I don't, I don't even have an auxiliary cable. So I use my phone a lot to listen to podcasts. So I'm listening to the radio, and I have six stations. This is old. It's really old school. I have six stations kind of like queued. Preset. Uh, preset. Uh-huh. And every single one of them has got a stupid commercial. And I'm just sitting there, like, and I'm getting frustrated. Like, oh, I can't. Like, because technology is so advanced and we're so used to and spoiled to, like, you know, having music constantly going with no commercials. I haven't, li- hear- I haven't listened to the radio since for years. <sighs> it's so, Don't ever go I back. I don't use the radio button on it my car. It doesn't even go it's, Don't it's even go Just back. Bluetooth. Just whatever's on my phone. Yeah. So, and then I, I, I quick, you know, I quickly changed to CDs because yeah. I have like six CDs kind of in there and I've been in there since I got the car. You still got a six CD changer? A six CD changer. Oh man. Yeah. I had a six CD changer. <laughs> that was something back in the day. Yeah, it was. Right? It was. I can hold six CDs oh, in my car? God. No way. I used to carry a, that huge leather binder full of CDs. Yeah, I know. And at every light I'd be like, shit, I got to find a new CD. I don't want to listen to this anymore. I know. I know. And then I used to like, you know, we used to collect them and it was cool. To yeah, see it was what cool. Like the art and the cases. Yeah, and... to see what the collection that you had growing up. But anyway, yeah. so one of the CDs in there is the Keep a Scene Alive CD. And it's good. It's it's It is it's good. Catchy, man. It is good. It's, not just because it's our music. Yeah, but it's not because it's our music, but it was like... Would it be fair know, to say like, that like we it. weren't a good cover band? We were just good at writing our own music. I don't know. I don't, like know how that, many t- I don't know if that's fair to right. say that, but we were no, I think we were more inclined we were more inclined to write our own stuff than take on I just think and do we, covers. I think we were better at writing our own music than performing somebody yeah, else's because music. Because we were interested in finding what our sound was. Right. Right? You you came up with a lot of very good guitar riffs. Um I was writing lyrics, and we were writing lyrics together. And then I think what was really important and very what we were really good at is organizing things in the practice room. Like when yes. we were at the shop and we were all together, the cooperation we got from my brother and Brandon. And right. Shoot, you want to talk about a story? But see, we all took it seriously. That's yeah, why it was easy. You know, yeah, it was, we'd like band practice we very, six o'clock and we, we stayed all night. We weren't on the streets. We liked we, doing it. We weren't doing nothing. High we school was all about music. I mean, for me, it's still a lot about music, but you grow up a little bit. Yeah. No. You got to take different paths. No, we listen. <laughs> it taught us a lot. There's no doubt. For sure. Discipline, yeah. being there. Like mm-hmm. if you wanted it to be something, we, you know, you had to be there. And that goes for everything. For everything. Right? That yeah. goes for everything that you do in your life. You just got to, here it goes. Here's Danny going on the soapbox. Here we go. <laughs> Honestly, you find what is your interest, your like, your liking, your passion, the things that you really want to do. And you just go 110% in on that and make that like your... Make that your thing. I mean, I guess you can have hobbies too, right? With your other, like your source of income. Yeah, of course. But if you can make your source of income your music 
or whatever it is that you love to do. Oh, yeah. If you can make your source of income the thing you're most passionate about, it's the best. Go 100% in. Triple down like Gary Vee says. Dude, you got to look. Gary Vee is somebody you got to listen to. If you haven't listened to Gary Vee, just listen to his stuff. Gary Vee, Gary Vernercheck, entrepreneur. Uh... I don't even. I don't even he's know. Very, he he's very he's very blunt and bold and says it straight to your face. But oh, dude, such a great very approach. Very inspiring. Uh, got me. Got me interested in doing this podcast. So like, I mean, whatever it is that you do, you got to go in one hundred and ten percent in on and right. have tunnel vision and just try to just keep doing it. Right. You're not gonna have this finished product out right away. Nope. It's all a work in progress. You got to keep doing stuff to get better at it. And if it's something that you genuinely enjoy, the struggle and the grind should be fun. Right. Yeah. Not all the time, but it should be something that you yeah. want to do, like giving yourself purpose, right? A bunch of, like what humans want to do is find a purpose in life, find mm. something that's valuable and important, right? you know? So we did it. We, we did, did that when we, we were did. kids. Doing music was something awesome, and but I the, miss it, dude. I miss it. I mean, you got you to gotta play, man. Yeah, you I know. You got to play. I know. Just, Unfortunately, we all blame the downfall of our band on his voice. Oh, <laughs> God. Yeah. Like, why couldn't we just have a better singer? Why couldn't? And we did get one, but you know, Donnie decided to leave us. Oh, you know, it was that ego. He learned. You know, he made mistakes. You make mistakes, you learn. Yeah. <laughs> Got in a little altercation. You know, little argument. But yeah, you let's tell, let's tell the story. Let's hey, tell, look, let's look, tell the story. <laughs> let's tell. Here's the demise of with the vengeance. For those of you it's who a know, very simple story. <laughs> for those of you who know who, who know our band and how it worked out. uh and those of you who don't know, I'm just going to give a short, shortened version of our, our band Hot Work. Go ahead. Brandon and I started it in 2002. Yeah. And then it morphed into Sabri, Brandon, Marco, and, and me. Right. And playing, uh, I don't know what the heck kind of music we're playing. Just writing our own stuff. Yeah, just hard rock. Hard rock, writing our own writing stuff. Writing music. Recording, playing some big shows. And when it was like that until 2000, and it was like that for like five or six years. Yeah. And then we got it into our heads that... The only thing that was holding us back was the vocals. Right. Um, I think in retrospect, I don't think that was like the biggest thing. We just had a like if if I look at things the way I do now, keep on well, just keep on. on singing and things will eventually start the to The only get reason the only reason we decided that was because Marco was going to school with uh Milos. Yeah. And we heard Milos sing at yeah. the talent show yeah. and we're like we yeah, should, try, we should try to get this. I mean, Milos he has a voice. You can't argue he had, that. He had a phenomenal. If you listen voice. to the last two demos with him, oh, singing. dude, I was all gung ho about the change. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, so <laughs> we were doing this for six years as a quartet, me on the lead vocals, and obviously, I'm not a singer. I understand. I'm self aware. I know I'm not a singer. Now. I was doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do. I do also believe though, if I kept going yeah. at it, it's something you know you could have developed. Well, let's just say if you if bit. you got into. A vocal, vocal coach, coach and, and training, practicing yeah. and some real professional, could have been, yeah. real professional training. It could have been something. However, it wasn't the case. So we decided to make a change to the band. Add a, a, a singer and me as a backup and a rhythm guitarist, backup vocalist, Sabri as a backup vocalist and lead guitarist, Marco Stone on the bass and Brandon on the drums. But we had our singer. And he was a he was a very, very good singer. Very good singer. Yeah. Um, but... I don't know. One day we're at practice, and this is this is how this is the demise of the band. One day we're at practice, and Milos was singing, and we were writing a new song. Well, it wasn't we just, technically the demise of the band. It was the it was the, the Danny demi- leaving. It point. was okay. You're right. You're right. It was Danny leaving, and then the demise happened after that. Right. 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 Uh, 
Anyway. We're playing so, a song. Let me tell them this. All right, tell them. We're playing the song because you're going to put it in your favor. I'll, I'll, <laughs> no, no, no. I won't. I won't be biased. I'll tell it exactly like it is. All right, go for it. Go I'll tell it exactly like it is. I was singing backup vocals and Brandon wasn't pleased with the sound of the backup vocals and put your damn phone down. <laughs> Brandon wasn't pleased with the sound of the backup vocals. He stops playing in the middle of the song and basically tells me to my face, dude, you're, you're the only thing that's holding us back. And because I was a little egotistical at the time. Egotistical and yeah, stubborn as hell. Stubborn, right? Um, he, that was an insult. I couldn't take that insult. He, so I, he just stopped in the middle of the song. I was He's just like, like that can was, you stop fucking singing already? That was not very nice. But I, it didn't sit with, well with me at that point, at that time. And I left. And he just I packed his shit, left. and Never we, came back. Never came not back. Not one didn't time. Didn't hear from him for three years. Not one time. You guys, on. You guys did not play for three years. What? It was two. Th- we played for at least two years, at least. Because we after made, after yeah, I we left, made, you played two years. We made two CDs. We did the Emergenza Festival. We did. Yeah, we played for close to two years. It's got to be. It's I, gotta I be. have to say, the CD you guys made after I left was one of the CDs in my rotation of my six CD changer, <laughs> and it was amazing. It was good. I listened to it all. I never said anything negative about it. Well, I actually came to a show at one point. Which show? You, you came to a I show? I came to one of the shows. Did yeah. you? Oh, yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. What's the thing? The band still went on after I decided to leave. But how long did that last? Like six months. What? Yeah. Who was in the band then? You don't remember? All right. So at one point, it was just us four, Milos, Marco, Brandon, and me. Uh-huh. And we're playing. We're playing. Everything's good. We're writing music. We decide he has a friend that's... Crazy lead guitarist. I mean, he can do solos. And David. David, right? Yeah. He, he's got licks. Like, right. I'm like, so he ended up joining the band. You know, I swallowed my pride being the lead guitarist. I'm like, you know, this guy's too good to pass up, right? Yeah. I invite him over, whatever. But that's when things started to mesh because now his style of music is completely different than what I've been writing or what we've been dealing with. So, you know, there was some stuff like I would like to use parts of his ideas, but some of it was just going on forever, kind of like a freaking... Like those metal songs that last eight minutes, it's just music after music after music. You know, yeah. that's not, for me, it's not catchy. It's not inviting, you know? Right. You know? So we started to have differences here and there. And then after that, we, you know, we made our last CD. We got t-shirts. We got this. We got that. And then things just started to go like, oh my God, we need a different practice space. We got to pay for a practice. This we is need what, this. We got to buy more stuff. Well, we're not even 21 yet. We haven't been able to play at a bar. So then, you know? yeah, that's 2010 Yeah, something ish. like that. And I'm like, you know what? I can't deal with this anymore because these things are just going south. Like, yeah. nowhere where I want to go. I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. And then him, Milos, Brandon, and David decided to go record more songs on their own. There's a couple samples out there. So then it became a three-person band. It became a three-person band. My brother band. left, too. Yeah. And your, that was your it. Your brother was gone before that, yeah. So a whole stretch from 2002 to 2011. Something like that. Right? Yeah. With different guys. Right. We did try to get together at my, my parents' house, remember? Me, you, and Milos? No. You don't remember in that room where like we started listening to music? We said, let's do something? No. But I, you know what? Like, <laughs> you don't remember no, all don't, people. I don't remember it because like, obviously then it wasn't very impactful, right? It wasn't a good product that we put it out. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't a good meeting. Maybe that was it, dude. Maybe that was it. We were we couldn't, like, our personalities, me, you, and Milos couldn't Well, clash. hence why now I started to produce my own music, make my remixes, hopefully get some original songs out there. When you got talent, you got talent. So you want to know what came into my head when we were, when I was thinking about, or when I was listening to Keep a Scene Alive in the car? Why don't we just remake it in this room? We could. 
You know what I'm saying? Well, get, gonna, get Kevin to do the drums. We're going to Kevin's house. He's got his drums. He's going to have his studio down there. We can remake whatever All we want. All you got to do is play the guitar part with Kevin. Right. Add bass. No, we're going to remake it. Why not? Why not make it? Why not remake it? And then, you know, add some new touches to it. I mean, they're good songs, right? Okay, that's it. We're, it's decided. We have, we're, a pro, we have a professional videographer. We can make a music video. Yeah. Brandon is pictures. Let's just do it for fun. Video. I mean, that's why we're doing this. You guys right? need anything for a wedding? Brandon, Brandon Gajic. Brandon Gajic. What, what do we call his last What's his last name anyway? I call him Brandon Gajic. I don't call him Brandon Well, he's Gajic. told us to call him Gajic, but it's technically Gajic. It's whatever. Whatever it is. It is. So, we're, uh, we're going to be heading out tonight. Oh, it's my wife's birthday. We're going to uh, Italy, downtown Chicago. It's the biggest department store, restaurant, grocery store, bar. Yeah, I've in, never been there. Downtown Chicago, it's gigantic. I've never been to Italy. It's like, um, I, there's nothing but pasta. There's nothing. No, it's not, <laughs> no, it's not true. They have like their sections, um, and, and all over the the store. So like, there's the pasta area where you can actually sit down and have like homemade style pasta, okay. fresh made pasta. There's the fish area where you can go and get some grilled fish and fresh fish. There's the salami area where they have all the delicatessens, all the dried meats, right? They have that. They have a little area for ice cream, gelato. They have a little area for desserts, for coffee. They got it all, man. And it's just like a gigantic, it's like Costco mm-hmm. mixed with an Italian restaurant, mixed with it should be interesting. a grocery store style, like feel vibe and it's fun and there's chairs and and you know bars and people right. sitting around and eating and enjoying themselves it's gonna be cool i right. got a whole bunch of people coming Find out tonight uh you know experience a little different culture right yeah. you know, a little like get away from the balkan lifestyle right it's my lifestyle it's your man. lifestyle dude. it's my lifestyle yeah gotta eat my kebabi what's kebabi <laughs> little mini sausages you oh. know what you know what i'm talking about yeah i don't know <laughs> the names of it just like okay can we go back can we go back to talking about music like my music library is non-existent. I don't know who sings anything. I don't know any names of any bands or anything. Like, I know the mainstream people. Obviously, Maroon 5 has had a freaking single out for the last how many All years? Right. Since t- 1999? Maroon 5, yeah. Maroon, you know? Like, All right, but Taylor Swift. In my personal opinion, I don't know if you're going to agree with me or not. The Beeps. One of the reasons I can't listen to the radio is that... Okay, they play, I, they play I listen, over stuff all the time. No, they forget play playing stuff. over stuff. Music in this day and age, to me, is complete garbage. For me. Right. I elaborate. elaborate. Justin Bieber isn't garbage. He's beautiful. All right. See, I don't agree with that. What? Because I don't agree with that. His voice is awesome. It doesn't matter. His music is awesome. I, I don't like it. All right. Fine. I you don't like it. You don't have okay, to like it. But for example, you don't have to like it, but you, you, you can't. You don't have to say it's trash. It's not trash. I think it's trash. I think. Okay. Name fine. when name. You're entitled to your own opinion. Name. But a lot of people like him. Name the last time you listened like the the best music, the stuff that you would like, <laughs> is not popular. Say that again. It's not popular. Like, you have to go and find it on YouTube or whatever. It's like underground stuff now. Like, for example, I listen to what... Right now, it's know, all about... I don't know anything about music, dude. I, don't uh, know I listen to my brother and sister, like my brother and his friends, right? Uh-huh. The shit they're listening to. Uh-huh. It's all that that new style. I don't even know what it's called. Rap, trap, whatever it is. There's, I like me a little hip-hop and rap. No, I do too. But what they're listening to now, it's just gibberish. And I can't understand them. Like the words? Yes, it's gibberish. They're just saying, they're just mumbling and gibberish. He's like, I don't know what the hell's going on. But they love this shit, and there's, hmm. and they're repeating words that don't mean anything. Personal preferences. So what? I don't know. I think it's crap. All right, that's fair. I think it's crap. That's fair. But what about? Okay, so can we go back to that kids react show? All right. So the first one I listened to, I told you, was ACDC. 
right? To watch these okay. kids like listen and give their opinions on it. The one I watched this morning was Avenged Sevenfold. Oh yeah. I okay. Can we explain to explain to everybody what Avenged Sevenfold, who Avenged, Avenged Sevenfold, Sevenfold is, and their influence on us? Avenged Sevenfold as musicians, as young musicians. Avenged Sevenfold as musically basically changed my whole perspective. Right. <laughs> Avenged Sevenfold was my like. This is the best thing in the world. So I'm watching these kids listen to Avenged Sevenfold, and they start out with Unholy Confessions, and it came out in 2003, and that's when we started listening to them, basically when we were 14, right? right? But 15, maybe? I, 14, I, 15 years I old? I discovered Avenged Sevenfold in a video game. Really? Yeah. Is the, that how they came about? Is that how we started listening to them? Yeah. I didn't listen to them. No, I did. The first song I, I listened I, to them until you guys told the me The first about. song I heard from Avenged Sevenfold is how I found them. I was what, playing what song was it? Need for Speed. It was Chapter 4, and I was like, what? this is really good. And I start listening and listening. And let's just, let's be honest. Best CD. Oh, man, I really really like City of Evil. That's what I was gonna say. City, City of, of Evil. City of Evil. It's not just like a rock album. It's not like a heavy metal album. It's like an orchestrated symphony of music. Twelve. How how long is that? How long is that CD? Like an hour and a half. Yeah. Twelve songs. It's just. It's like. It's like you're listening to an orchestra, but rock style. It's beautiful. It's it's amazing. And it Vocally and like guitars. Song songs. And songs, the songs to song. are very, very... Yeah. I mean, they're very similar, but they all have their own unique it's, thing to them. Right. It's, it's so good. It's very catchy, and that, that CD really made me fall in love with them. Oh, yeah. CD uh, of Evil. 2005, right? About 2005. Yeah, about sophomores mm -hmm. yeah so I'm, I'm watching these kids listen to them and even i'll have to admit too when in their early days in 2003 when i was listening to waking the fallen unholy confessions chapter four what what all the songs are on there um uh now when you clairvoyant disease yeah, yeah. right songs like that right they, they were very they had their choruses that were so melodic and so catchy and m shadows voice was just so powerful and God, it got us going, right? It inspired the hell out of us to, oh, make, yeah. to make, you know, what With the Vengeance was. None right. of the above slash With the Vengeance, what our music was. We should get in here and play some songs, though. Let's show people what With the Vengeance was all about. Get Open that up while I'm, while I'm talking about... You play uh, some With the Vengeance? Yeah, play some With the Vengeance. And we'll, we'll, uh, hold on, don't play it yet. But which, just, pick a song. Just set it up right now. But like, which, so which song do you want? Just go to it, but back to... I don't know. Go to Start with the, the first, and then we'll go all the way down. We'll go all the way up to like... You know, and we'll talk, we'll, we'll talk about how we... <laughs> How we evolved, right? <laughs> hold on, hold on. But, like, back to Avenged Sevenfold, in 2003, I, I will admit, the choruses, when they would scream, it turned me off, big time. Yeah. I was just like, oh, I, don't like I don't like the screaming that much because it sounds very, like, screamo, gothic, right. I'm going to kill you type screaming. But right. then the choruses, he comes out and sings and uses this voice, and it's like, oh, my goodness. Yep. How good is this? But that changed right? right after that album. Yeah, right after that album, they said we're gonna stop screaming because I think he had some damaged vocal cords because of so. that. Yeah. Right, and just started using his. Yeah, he had to go to a vocal, vocal cords as a too. singer to his advantage. Yeah. It really elevated. He has a really like what is it? It's like a raspy voice, but yeah. it's just it's so good. Yeah, raspy, melodic. You ever listen? His to range is all over the place. He's got he can sing in very high notes. You ever right? listened to chapter really four low. live? Yeah, listen to They don't scream. Live. He's right. those screaming parts he sings them. Right. It's phenomenal. So good. It's my favorite. So good. It's my favorite. Because they decided that they weren't gonna go back to the screamo see, stuff. One of my favorite songs is uh, I Won't See You Tonight. Oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. The first and the second one. The second one is all screaming, but the first one, part one, is the slow one. Yeah. It's like do, do, oh, do, 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 so good. Do, do. Right? So I'm telling you, it's 
it's an orchestra of rock. Yeah. That's so I'm it. listening to these kids watch him, and they're all like, "It's too screamo. It's too like." Or, or even when Nightmare comes on, it's like, "What's this creepy doll music?" <laughs> and the kids' like faces are all like scared. Scared. Yeah. This is something I would listen to on Halloween. And then there's a couple kids that are just like, "This is awesome." The guitarist, whoever's on guitar, yeah, is legit. It's so cute. I, I thought it was amazing. <laughs> That's funny. I thought it was amazing. Play but some. when we listened to it at 14 years old, 15 years old. We fell in love, and I think it inspired us, along with some other bands, like uh, Breaking Benjamin. Breaking Benjamin. Some yeah. 41. Some 41. In the early days. Some 41. That's, that's when we started. Right? That's when we started. All about that pop So punk, in a second man. here, we're going to, let's let's <laughs> go, let's go from the very first album we recorded and talk Up about. With Avengers? Yeah. Yeah. Right. The very, very first, first one, album. Very first one album. EPs. Right. We called them EPs, remember? Because they were five, five, four or five songs. Yeah, about five songs. Five each. songs. Um, very very first album. Okay, so this is the first one that we ever recorded. I really like this one. Yeah. It was short, powerful. We should remake this one. All right, that one. What's that one called? Bleed indeed. Bleed indeed. Off our first ever CD. What were we? We couldn't. You know, when we recorded this, um, this CD, we couldn't drive yet. Your dad was taking us yeah. to the recording studio. That's right. That's so funny. that had to have been what? Two thousand. Two thousand four. Two thousand four. Two thousand four. Yeah. Right. Two thousand four. So my <laughs> dad is driving us to the recording studio. Awesome. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we have to say though, our dads, they really. Yeah. They Yeah, both of our dads. They were invested a, a lot in us. Yes. They were a gigantic reason for how long we got to play with yep. the advancement in the sound when it comes to you know financially, financially supporting yeah. us, getting new amps and microphones and props, cables and props to the guitars. parents for the support. Oh yeah. Always. Oh yeah. They're they're gigantic. Let's play let's play another right, song. Here's off, something the, on, let's play another song off that C D. Off that C D. Yeah, one more, one more. All right. Which one? Uh, oh, which one do you like? What's your favorite? Yeah. <laughs> They're all kind of long. <laughs> oh, tomorrow's another day was one of my favorites. That's yeah, that's one of play, them. Play this one. This is this is one of my favorites. When this came out on the big speakers at the studio, I was like, oh man. Yeah, it's a good feeling. It was a good right. Feeling. We wrote this when we were fifteen. Yeah, fifteen years old. We should have never stopped. <laughs> Damn it. Sorry, we can still do it, right? We have that mindset. It's my voice though, bro. Play the chorus. Go to the chorus. I think this is one of the songs that I wrote uh, a lot of words oh, to. You wrote the entire Did I, I wrote all the words. Yeah. I don't usually write lyrics. Let's let's let him hear the chorus. It's the best. What kind of problems did I have at 15 that I could write something like this? 
what problems that I have. <laughs> That is a taste of our 15 That is hilarious. All the problems that we face. Honestly. What type of problems? How was I sitting in my bedroom thinking to write about all the problems that I'm facing <laughs> you know what in high was? school? Come on. Here's what it was. God, here's so dramatic. Can I, can I give you my point of view? Yeah, go All for the it. problems. That, like, why we wrote a lyric like that, even though we weren't really experiencing any problems? Okay, think about all the songs. We wrote songs that were, like, deep and meaningful, but did we really feel that way? I think on the later CDs we did. Late, yeah, but when here's we grew up here, a let bit. me tell you what we what was in my head at least For, at 15 years old when we were writing tomorrow's another day. We said because we were listening to a lot of Metallica, a lot of Avenged Sevenfold, a lot of what else? Was that around that time? Breaking Breaking Benjamin? Yeah, yeah. Like, like those types of bands that talked about pain and suffering yeah. and like which we knew nothing about. Use the word. <laughs> Use the word uh, whatever. I don't know. I remember one time you were like, we got to use the word Messiah. It's so cool. No, that wasn't me. That was you. No, no, no. You know who was all about the fancy words? Look, just look at the Brandon. song titles. That was all Brandon. 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 It was all Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> like, even when you were gone, that CD, look at the names of the songs. Natrial, Metropolis. Like That's all Brandon. It's all the, Brandon. The names <laughs> of songs that didn't, uh, that didn't make... Synergy. Oh, I wrote that one. I don't know what I was going with that for that. I don't know either. Let's... Uh, Let's go to the next CD. Okay, so 2004 was uh, that CD, which is un- which is self-titled. I don't know, or untitled. <laughs> Do we even have a title for that? Which one? The first CD we made? Yeah, it's... No. Wait, what was it? it we didn't have a name for it. The first CD? The first CD. Pain Within Me, Tomorrow's Ex- Angel. Day. Oh, it was Ex-Angel. It was Ex-Angel. That's right. That's right. The worst song Ex-Angel. ever. Angel. Second CD was uh, Keep the Scene Alive. Yep, let's play a little of that. Let's play a little Keep the Scene Alive. This is my favorite. Well, yeah, that's my favorite. Automatically, the sound is completely different. Notice the with event or the event sevenfold influence here. They keep the scene alive. Keep the scene alive. I think it means a lot to a lot of people. I mean, a lot of people. People are like, "What the hell is keep the scene alive?" Exactly. I mean, (laughs) I mean, it means a lot to the people in our group. In our group, different. It means a different thing to everybody. Yeah, it does. Like to me, what keep the scene alive is like it reminds me of Zach and what he was going through at that time. So like in 2006, our friend Zach had uh, cancer. Yeah, yeah, junior year of junior high school. year of high school, and it just came out of nowhere, you know. And um, to me, that's his motto. He always said, "Keep a scene alive." Yeah, he came right? up with it. Right? He came up with he it. He came up with it. Yeah, I I don't know how he came up with it or what the true story is behind that, but I remember him talking about keeping the scene alive and right, just kind of like I don't know, doing your best, keeping as yeah, keeping that's how I keeping the scene alive. I don't know the, what the hell what what the hell is it? I feel like it's a it's like a tribute to him a in a way for him. us. Keeping it alive. Keeping keep it pushing. alive. Keep pushing forward. Yeah, that's basically what it means to me. Like <laughs> you just keep on pushing. Yeah. Always makes the make the best out of every situation. Yeah, I never really like you know? knew how to eloquently describe s- it. Describe it's it. a feeling. It's more of a feeling than a Yeah, just know that if you just keep doing you, pushing yourself, you know, things are gonna be alright. 
Yeah. Keep believing in yourself. Believing Basically, in things that are going to be... He fought the good fight. He fought the good fight. He's still around today. Right. He fought you know? cancer. And it's sentimental, right? It's sentimental it to sentimental. him because of that. And it's sentimental to me and to you probably. Right. Because it's sentimental to him. And Hence, we, we all love each other. That's why we put it on our bodies, right? Yeah, right? <laughs> that's why we tattooed it. We, all, we have best friend tattoos. We do. And you, Brandon. <laughs> Brandon, me, and you. <laughs> Zach. Zach will do it. My brother won't he should do, do it. it. Soon. No. But it's cool. I don't want to talk about your brother. <laughs> I love him to death. I love Marco to death. But he's interesting. He's I love, I love the Marco. most interesting person in the world. <laughs> but I love him. <laughs> he did text me earlier. He goes, "Can I go? Um, can I go with my teddy bear tonight?" What's that? Meaning me for some reason. Oh, he calls you his teddy bear. That's right. He always he always says to me, he's like, "Dude, I always feel so comfortable when Sabri's on." I feel the same way though. I dude, feel comfortable, dude. You're my I'm best glad I can ever. make people comfortable. You were the me. best man in my wedding, dude. I was. I wouldn't have made you the best man. Oh, the title of best man. With one, with a great speech, mind you. Oh, great speech. So, so good. Highlight, people laughed. People, fe- people felt good. I cried. Mission, mission accomplished. Yeah, cried. I definitely cried for that one. Emotions were strong. Emotions were strong, flowing. But yeah, that, that's the thing. I like, I like our little group of friends. I love it. It's fun. Love it. It's fun. It's fun to just. You know, you got good shit. friends when you don't talk for a while. You guys don't have to constantly keep in touch. You just pick up where you leave. You off just less. pick up where you leave off. Like one day, it's like, hey, what's up? And there's no, there's no bad, you know. And now we're gonna do this podcast and do this more. Yeah. Get people on. There's no bad feelings towards each other ever. Like we didn't talk for three, four years. You guys just got up, came yeah. to my bar. And it's oh like, yeah, that's yo, when what's you, up? What's that's going? That's when on? you were running a bar. That's when you were yeah. Mr. Entrepreneur, right? Mr. Sabi. You know, you're out doing your thing. Everybody Brady was, you know. Yeah. yeah. In, your, in your early 20s, it's what, it's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to grind. You're supposed to figure right. out what drives you. Right? For sure. So everyone has to break away for a little and do their thing. But ultimately, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be, right? Always. Always. Right? What's meant to be is meant to be. And I'm a firm believer in, uh, you know, there's, you just need, you don't need a lot of friends. You need a good group of friends. You need a good group of people friends. People you can count Even on. if it's one or two. People that you know. That There's you so many know. people out there that are full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> too, too many. Too many. So many people lie. How many people it. have, how many people have like said to you, like, you know, I got your back, blah, blah, blah. Do you believe them? I don't know that a ton of people like how much, said like, to me, like, they got my back, except for the I'm people around me. Not necessarily got your back, like but my like. my close friends, right. you know what I mean? But I got you, I got, here, here's the thing. I got a bunch of good, I got a bunch of good friends. Right. And I have like, my core group of guys that I've been friends for 20-some years. Right. I feel like a lot of people have that, you yeah. know? As they grow in their lives and are doing different things, different endeavors, they meet a bunch of good people that I mean, they yeah. can really count on and trust. But a lot of them are just kind of like, oh, hey, what's up? And that's it. Right. You know, well, nothing, I, nothing wrong with that. Well, nothing no, I feel like that. people have different friends for different situations, too. Like, you might have your friends that, like, for example, that you've had for 20-plus years that we've... You know, for example, at the end of the day, if something happens to me, I have friends that like maybe I enjoy going out with, but I wouldn't enjoy like I wouldn't count on for something else. Right. I have friends that like like if something catastrophic happened, or, right? You know, like who are you gonna call then? You're gonna call even if you haven't talked to your best friend. Like if I haven't talked to you in like four months, and one night or something happens, right? I'm gonna call you because sure. I know you're not gonna you're not gonna care that we didn't for talk sure. for four months or whatever. For sure. Then that other person might be like, why the hell would I help this guy? He doesn't talk to me. Blah, blah. Like, is that a friend? Right, no. people. We know we're older. We're not kids where we like want to hang out every day. We got stuff to do. We got lives to live. Right. We got families. We got families. We got you know, a mor- you mortgages. Got mortgages. Everybody's gonna start families, bills, jobs. 
I don't prior know, commitments, man. We I don't know. I just feel like that. I feel like there's certain people for certain situations that work better for you. Like when I want to go out, when I want to go out, like if I want to do my Balkan thing, I ain't calling you guys. You guys don't enjoy that, and I'm not gonna. I would, I would love to go Balkan. Night. I mean, you have been. I want. I love Balkan night. <laughs> I love the Balkan. All right, next one you're coming to. Okay, I I understand. Actually, there's one tonight, but we're going out for your. We have plans tonight, but anytime that you have a Balkan thing, I, dude, I love the Balkans. You remember when we played at my? I'm, I love all people. You remember when we played at the restaurant? When we did our show, played with our band, with our band at the restaurant, at yeah. Cafe Mirage. Yeah, of course I remember it, and it was a great time. <laughs> and I sang in Bulgarian. Yes, you did. Okay, I taught I him a Bulgarian song, and he actually Bulgarian. sang it. Yeah. Okay, I learned Bulgarian. <laughs> you did. You did. And I listen to all the Balkans li- listening. I love you. You're my people. <laughs> I gotta teach you some Albanian songs now. Nah, forget. We're not singing anymore. <laughs> no. Well, we're gonna play our. We're gonna listen. Yeah. We're gonna sing. It's just gonna be. On these nice microphones where we can edit the voices nice <laughs> to right? sound good. Yeah, because yeah. I'm no I'm no live singer. No. Maybe one day, maybe maybe one day we'll uh, we'll do some singing on the podcast if it you know if we're feeling yeah we'll grab that if we're feeling saucy. Guitar. You know we'll show the people what's up. No, you're a good singer. <laughs> no, you're really good. Shut up. You're not. Why, why are you lying to me? I'll face? tell you. I'll <laughs> tell you though. Like when I hear somebody just sing. And I see our wife, I'm watching somebody sing live and they're just like really feeling it and in the zone. And it's just so beautiful that, that really, yeah. dude, that makes me, that makes me feel good. Yeah. But I like, I also wish that I can sing like that. Oh, you know how many times I've I watched people. I wish I'm like, like I had that quality. My face just gets like, I get like stunned and I'm like, dude, I want to be able to sing God even a quarter you. of that. <laughs> God bless you. When I do, when I'm in the presence of that, or even if I hear it, like I record it. Yeah. It's just like, God. Damn. Oh, I, I hate how voice. my voice sounds. Even in this podcast that I listen to. Okay. Yeah. Let I know let, you want. Yeah. Let's talk okay. about. Let's talk Go about ahead. how much people hate to hear their voice. I hate it. Listen. Everybody I've ever encountered in my life has told me I hate the way my voice sounds when I hear it from another avenue. Everybody does. I know everybody. You want to know what makes me not give a shit anymore about it? I, yeah, I don't like listening to my voice. I hate it. But I'm just over it now because guess what? Johnny Depp hates hearing his voice. You know how many people love Johnny Depp? The whole world. The entire world loves Johnny Depp. Who doesn't love Johnny Depp? Everyone loves Johnny Depp. Handsome man, talented. Great. Right? He's Pirates fantastic. Of the Caribbean. Dude, he's like 50 some years old and he looks like he's doing his 20. Thing, right? Yeah. He hates listening to his voice. But isn't that crazy? Like just stop giving a fuck people. Just think about your like the, the your brain, the human mind and the like it's fascinating. Isn't it crazy that the way you hear it coming out Day to day from your ears. Completely hard. And then when you different. hear it from somewhere else, how it just, you're like, is that what, really what I sound like? Exactly. See, when I listen to you, you sound pretty much the same to me. But I guess, you know, when you hear your own voice, maybe because it's not directed towards yeah. your ears or whatever the case may be, I don't know the science behind it. It doesn't sound like what I think it sounds like. It is what it is. What it you is what do? it is. It is what it is. That's just your perception of your own That's voice it. from an, another part. Yeah. <laughs> right? Right. That's it. It's weird. It's weird. It's uncomfortable, but yeah. get over it. But you know what makes it so much hard? You know why me and you probably both would like love to be able to sing better why? and to be able to sing? Because I think it's hard to be a musician, to love music and to play music, but not be able to sing it the way you want to. Yeah. You know, you're sitting there playing your guitar. You want to be able to sing it. Yeah. And we try to sing it. It's not like we're some terrible tone deaf people. Like we can keep it right. tuned, you know, right. we can stay in tune, but it's like. And I can't go that high, or I can't, you know, do this, or I yeah. can't, you know. So like, it's I like this conversation. It's like, 
there's a skill that you want to be really good at. And if you work really, really hard one day, you can be really, really good at it. But I don't care how hard you play basketball or how hard you're going to, you want to be, or how bad you want to be a professional basketball player. You're not going to be a professional basketball player. No, You're five foot 10, you know, you're not nearly as athletic as anybody well, in the NBA. Well, you're just not, you don't but have But yeah, it. you're bringing up that example, but isn't that the whole reason why Steph Curry is so popular? Because he's a small, skinny dude who, like, practiced and showed all the kids, like, look, if you practice hard enough, you can be a great basketball player. But he player. also has, like, this crazy inherited talent from a lineage of people that play professional sports, too, you know, for sure. Like, Steph Curry is more relatable because he's more like the average human being. Right? So right. people and the kids get all inspired because they can be Steph Curry. They can't be LeBron James. They don't have that kind of DNA. Right. But my analogy was back to singing. Is singing one of those things that you naturally have to have, like LeBron James kind of talent? Or could you develop it and get to that level? I think... Because I don't think... I'll tell you. I don't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. I don't, I don't think like you can really... like You either have it or you don't have it. You I can agree. work on things. right? I you agree. can make it sound a little bit better. But I feel like if you don't have it, you don't have it. I agree to a point. Like it's weird. I don't know. No, I agree to a point. Like some people you're just gifted. Like you you're born and you just start singing and it's just it's just fantastic. There are four year olds that don't know what the hell but here's do, the problem doing. Now. That sound awesome. Here's the problem. What's the problem? Doesn't mean they're gonna do anything with it. Doesn't mean they're gonna you know Right, right. Just but, because you have an awesome voice doesn't right. automatically make you the next Taylor well, Swift. Yeah. The other thing is the people like for example like we were talking about James Heffer, right? Yeah. He's been through vocal like his voice changed. Right? When you when you I think it depends on your genre of music, it depends on what you're trying to do. There's people that can get away with just a semi decent voice depending on what they're doing. Sure. You know what I mean? And people might like it and catch on to it. But right. they're not a real singer. But it right. still can explode. Right? Yeah, it could. I mean if you have that voice you can do a lot more, but doesn't mean I guess it's really weird. Right? It's really weird. It is weird. It is weird. Like, just because you have it doesn't mean anything's going to happen. Like, you you can't just say, like... Like, anything big, you mean? Like, making it mainstream? Or, yeah, like... Making it mainstream or doing whatever you want with it. Like, I know... I know yeah. how many people right now... I've heard people that sing so good that, like, I probably haven't heard as good of a singer as them. And they're... There's a lot of factors. There's work ethic. Right. There's also giant competition. Like, there's so many people that there have is, an awesome giant. voice. I mean, yeah, right? you, you type on YouTube how many people are singing and doing covers there's and so trying to do so many people with beautiful voices. Millions. So many people with, with beautiful voices that aren't big or successful. There's plenty of people who uh, are bad and are successful. I think there's a... You know what I mean? Because I mean, they have a little bit more of a work ethic. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, a lot has to do with work ethic and pushing yourself and trying to get there. But I feel like everything has... There has to be a little bit of luck involved in everything. Oh my like God. being at the right place, right, place, right, right time. time. There's definitely something to that. Or just knowing, 100%. knowing the right person. 100%. Like I'm a big believer in, doesn't mean just because I'm nice with people and stop it. I'm nice with people. I like to meet people. I like to, you know, sure. you know, be friends with people sure. because honestly, at the end of the day, you never know who you're going to meet, who they're going to know. Just be a nice fucking guy. Right. You know, it's good to know people. At just the end of the be day, nice. you might need something that these people will be able to help you with, or they might need something from you, and it, that's how the world revolves. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, man, for sure. Like, I don't know. I look at it like just just be a nice person, help out people if you can. Don't be a dick, right? Don't yeah, don't, don't be, be conniving. Don't be malicious. Don't no. be. Uh, but you have to be smart too. Yeah, you have to notice oh. when people are 
trying to just take advantage for sure you know for sure for sure there's definitely something to being aware too yeah right being yeah. self-aware being aware of your surroundings that all develops as you get older right. and i feel like we're talking like we know it all but we don't fucking know no we shit. don't we're just we're like, all of our opinions that's all yeah and and our experience thus far we're 28 yeah. years old we think this way right now From who's to say we don't we think in a different way in the next 20 years right it's true what can, what life experience can do to the I mean, you talk brain. to anybody older than us. You talk to your own parents. They have a different perspective right. on things. Right. And, you know, but, you know, everybody grows up at a different time when people are acting differently and people are, you know, experiencing things differently. Yeah. Times evolve. People yeah. evolve. People change. For better or worse, it is what it is. Yeah, man. It's good. It's fun. So, how long have we been doing this? <laughs> Way longer than last time. Let's um, <laughs> Let's wrap things up today. All right. How about that? Well, I guess this turned into a musical episode, this basically. Was, yeah, you know, it's fantastic. Here's another thing too. It's like I don't have a direction on where I want to go with these conversations. I just want to capture what's genuine. Yeah. And I want to capture what's real, because I feel like when I do have con- conversations outside of podcasting or when I'm not just podcasting, but when I'm you know out and about working or meeting people at a social events. There's something to the conversations that I feel like I have. I feel like I capture some sort of magic because yeah. it's genuine. People are honest. I, I try to be as I'm honest, I'm honest as possible. You know, when yeah. I'm talking to people, yeah. obviously, what? you know, to, you know, you're just enjoying time. I don't know. You know, do you know what's one of the reasons? Shut my mouth. It's time to wrap this shit up. <laughs> We're going to wrap it up right now. But I'll tell you one of the, before we go, I'll tell you one of the reasons why I agreed to doing this. Why? Because... Some of the best nights that I've had in my life was sitting down somewhere with a couple people, you know, maybe have a beer or a drink or something, yeah. and just talking, just like we are, yeah. just talking all night, and just, you know, getting perspective on different people's opinions People want to hear this And you stuff. get, you know, it makes you think, you know, it's not like, oh my God, it's just this road and that's it. You right. think like, hey. Right. Open all open possibilities. Up, right. And have a growth mindset. Yeah. I think that's gigantic. We can't it have is. fixed mindsets. No. You know, you never know what somebody could bring to the table and, you know, open up your mind and be like, hey, you know, maybe he's right. Maybe I'm thinking about it wrong or maybe this or maybe that. Right. It gives you just different perspective about things in life that can ultimately help you in a positive way. Right. Encourage one another. Exactly. You know, putting out good karma. Be a nice person. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much for listening. Like us on iTunes, Donnie the Machine. Follow us on Instagram, Donnie and the Machine. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. We'll have a Facebook page Donnie and Machine. Facebook page is coming. Uh, YouTube is coming. All this takes time. Uh, Next podcast, our third podcast, we will have Matt Campbell on. Matty Ice. Matt Ice Campbell. Matt Campbell. Matt Campbell is an aspiring actor. Working for a show called Case Files Chicago. Nice. Crime scene investigation. Great. He's uh, doing other pilots for other TV shows. He's trying to shoot a movie right now. Yeah. He's standing up in a wedding right now. Nice. I can't wait to get a perspective on that type of life. I can't wait to see what's the acting life like. Right. Like being on set and all that stuff. Right. It'd be fantastic. Right. Like what's it like uh, being an aspiring actor trying to make it? Right. Right. Sweet. All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you very much. Have a good evening.